Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Fremont County Sheriff's Office arrested a Brattyville man on drug charges. The Sheriff's Office was called to the 300 block of 185th Street on July 22nd for a report of an unconscious male in a vehicle. The male, later identified as 38-year-old Joshua Dean Cooney, was transported to the hospital by Sydney Rescue. A search warrant was conducted on the vehicle, and deputies discovered approximately 28 grams of methamphetamine, drug paraphernalia, and personal use amounts of controlled substances. A warrant was issued for Cooney's arrest. Cooney was arrested by the Page County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday on the Fremont County warrant. He was charged with possession with intent to distribute more than 5 grams of methamphetamine, possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of a controlled substance third offense methamphetamine, and failure to affix a drug tax stamp. Cooney is being held on $100,000 bond, as well as on an active Mills County warrant. A Red Oak woman and a juvenile have been arrested for theft second degree. The Red Oak Police Department says officers were called to the loss prevention specialist at the hy Food Store in Red Oak, where they were told that for approximately the last four months, 35-year-old Sarah Hill and a juvenile female had not been paying for items at the self-checkout. The estimated value of the items taken by Hill was approximately $2,600, and the items taken by the juvenile were valued at approximately $1,800. Hill was taken to the Montgomery County Jail and held on $5,000 cash bond. The juvenile was released to a guardian and will have court on a later date. The U.S. Drought Monitor released today continues to worsen in Iowa. The Drought Monitor shows drought conditions now consume nearly 25% of the state following a week of little or no rainfall. According to the National Weather Service, nearly one quarter of the state is under D3 extreme drought, and 90% is categorized as D1 moderate drought. The Atlantic City Council voted 6-1 to one to dissolve the Parks and Recreation Board on Wednesday. Linda Hartkopf, 4th Ward City Councilwoman, voted against the dissolution, referencing the feedback from her constituency. Atlantic Mayor Grace Garrett read an email with a petition against dissolving the Parks and Recreation Board. That I received an email with some signatures uh, and then the council has also received this petition sent to us by Vic Vicki and Nordskog and um, I will say that she sent this to me and it states additional signatures from citizens of Atlantic who want the Parks and Recreation Board to continue existence. The council votes if the council votes to disband the board it has been requested by all that I've spoken to that you meaning the mayor and the City Council immediately be prepared to explain to the citizenry of Atlantic and the surrounding area what the alternative plan is and the associated timeline. I will comment on this email. The comment is, I can't comment until there's a vote mm -hmm. because I have no vote. So until, this, until the Council decides what they are going to do and we have discussed options, there's no comment to be made. The council's vote on Wednesday followed a public hearing on the issue on August 2nd. Councilman Pat McCurdy motioned to dissolve the board on the first reading. 
if I thought in any way this was going to hurt our park system, I'd never be for this. But I think it's going to be a smooth transition. And like Roger said, we got a good leader here and we get a good advisory board. It should be all good. The council passed the first reading of the ordinance discontinuing the Parks and Recreation Board, voted to waive the second and third readings and made it official. The next order of business was the first reading establishing a Parks and Recreation Advisory Commission. The council passed the first reading by unanimous vote. Councilwoman Elaine Audi said the proposed advisory commission would be a good addition. And one of the things that I am really concerned about with Parks and Rec is the programming. It's really on that recreation side. We've got some organizations in town who have done a really fantastic job of um, programming. And I think that this um, advisory commission will be well suited to... Yes participate in that with the, the parks director, with um, the person that's leading that. The purpose of the advisory commission to name a few would be to advise the city council on the needed facilities to provide open space such as parks, playgrounds, pools, splash pads, and community facilities for other recreation. The city council will vote on the second reading at the September 19th meeting. If this passes on the third and final reading, a commission appointed by the mayor and approved by the majority of the city council would consist of five individuals, three within the Atlantic City limits, two Cass County residents, and one non-voting high school student. The terms would start out as three one-year and two-year terms, with the members having no term limits. One year later, everyone will be on two-year terms. And the Atlantic City Council approved the sale of 1014 Third Street Place at Wednesday's meeting. The city agreed to sell the property for $1 to the school district. The council approval followed a public hearing. The Building and Trades Program plans to build a home valued at $100,000 or greater in exchange for the reduced price of the land per city policy. The Atlantic Community School Foundation Board is donating $150,000 toward the project to allow the construction trade students to build a home from start to finish in the community. Cass County Democratic Party Chair Denise O'Brien invites the public to a panel and question and answer session at the Public Library on Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. The panelists will share their personal experiences on what it is like to hold a public office. The panel includes Atlantic City Council Member Elaine Audie, Atlantic School Board Member Jenny Williams, and Atlantic Parks and Recreation Board member Shirley Jensen. All area residents are welcome to attend this free event to learn more about participating in local politics. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.